the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's an expression of praise to God. That's next. Here today on Abounding Grace with Pastor Gary Wagner as we look at Paul's doxology in Romans 11. From Reformed Heritage Church in San Jose, online at reformedheritage.org, welcome to Abounding Grace with our teacher and pastor, Gary Wagner. As we continue our journey through Romans, we're taking a, a stop, if you will, in Romans chapter 11. We're slowing down just a bit to explore this doxology the Apostle Paul lays out for us. He has just given us an amazing look at the theology that we should learn and identify with and be all a part of as Christians. From there, it's all about the praise of God for this amazing theology that's been laid out to us. Romans 11, verses 33 through 36. Here's Pastor Gary with today's Abounding Grace. We've taken too much upon ourselves. Maybe it's because of a God complex Or we have some sixth sense that I'm not really successful unless I pile so much on my back that only Hercules could carry on through it. Is that you? You've got to be careful. Careful. Or you would get lost in the constant round of activities. You will lose God and you will lose yourself unless... There is that stillness and quietness every day to learn of God's glory, to rehearse his truths, to meditate on them. And men, you've got to lead the way. Your wives shouldn't be doing this. Your children certainly are not going to do it. You've got to lead the way. You have got to be a reader, a student, a meditator, a thinker on God's word. Young men, do not even think about getting married. Don't even look at a girl unless there is already discipline in your mind where you're fighting to love God's truth and to bring your life into obedience to it. Because if you don't, Misery cometh. Oh, I've got to have a girl. I've got to have a boy. My life is not filled, says the teen boy or girl, until I have someone who just loves me. You see, already in this misery is coming. Divorce is on its way. Don't even think about hitching your wagon to someone else unless you are attached to God first and meditating upon his word. Make sure, fathers, you have daily worship in your home. 
Make sure that you encourage thinking through Scripture by thoroughly reading the Bible with your family and explaining it and applying it to them in this age especially. Some of the distractions we can't avoid. Some of the activities are impossible to get away from. But shut off the devices if you aren't finding time to read God's word or commune with him. If your children are wasting their time playing video games and texting or are glued to the TV screen, they've just signed themselves up for a spanking or two or three. And that's okay. Fathers, is it not your heart's desire to save your children from fire? And hell? Solomon told us stripes. Stripes is what does it. Because if we don't learn to be subdued when we are young, we are not going to learn it when we grow up. Or if we do, it will be a lot more difficult. So parents, you aren't doing your children any favors by making it easy on them when they are little. You're only doing a favor for yourself by not taking the time and being responsible. Because when they get older and God gets a hold of them, it's going to be so much more difficult for them. I don't want that. I'm sure you don't. I would rather have a little misery now and save my children a lot of miseries later. So have family worship. Teach them God's word. Let nothing, man of God, keep you from crossing this bridge from truth to godliness to the bridge of praise and bringing your children with you by letting them hear you sing God's praises and talk God's praises so that one generation will praise his name to the next. So the first sin that keeps us from crossing the bridge from truth to obedience is we don't want to think intellectually. Don't give us doctrine that we don't want the creeds and every man does what is right in his own eyes. The second sin is distraction, allowing other trivial things to keep us from God's word. But there is a third one, and that is pride. I'm particularly talking about this today because I know most of you really love God's truth and you want to obey it. Well, here's a little kicker. Please remember, the more you learn, the more you should be praising God. If you have really learned the lessons. Imagine this. I know I did this in high school. I had a pretty good memory. I could memorize facts by the bucket full. Now, did I necessarily remember them the next day after the test? Not really. They never stuck with me. Oh, of course, many did. So you have a decent memory, and you apply it, and you can do well in school. But for most of us, much of it did not stick with us. 
You see, I thought learning was more just about manipulating the system to get ahead. But that doesn't work when it comes to learning and applying God's word to our our lives. My friends, it must be a serious endeavor for the rest of your lives. Please remember, if God has given our congregation his truth, it is so we will praise him. It is so we will adore him and love him and speak of him to others. So it's not enough to merely hear sermons. It's not enough to read good literature or good books about the Bible. Unless to these we join our fervent prayer. Lord, open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your words. The eye of faith is more than intellectual apprehension. It includes it. It requires the intellectual work and the comprehension and the thinking. But it is more. It includes the whole man, body and soul and strength and mind, emotions and will. God's truth, when we meditate upon it and think on it, changes us. But if it doesn't, if we are not praising God for what he has given us, if we don't go home at the end of a sermon after fellowship and ask, Lord, help me to remember all of that this week. Help me to praise you. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for Jesus and his righteousness. Thank you. Oh, I want to praise you for what you've done for me. I love you, Lord. If it doesn't do that to us, then we're just puffed up. And that's what knowledge can do. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 8.1, we know that everyone has knowledge. And Paul did teach them well. But just knowledge puffs up. Now, Paul didn't draw from that, therefore throw knowledge in the trash can, throw away your intellect. But he says, be aware that true knowledge leads to praise and praise leads to obedience. So follow the train, cross the bridge. See what God has done for us and praise him. He has given us truth to illumine the mind and to inflame the heart so that we will praise him. And that praise will lead to obedience. Let's do a little self-evaluation as a congregation. And then you as part of the congregation, ask yourself, how do I know? Whether I am puffed up with what God has taught me. How do I know if for me God's truth, Bible reformed faith, preaching, all of this is not just like a pride filing cabinet. Oh, I'm good. I know it. I understand. Well, how do I know? A few simple questions. Do you love to worship God? Do you praise him in your life? Does his glory, his mercy, his grace, 
His love inflame your heart? Or do you just sleepily go along? Oh, is there something else? Let's get something new. Give me a show. I know the truth. You see, that's knowledge that's there, but it's just puffed up. And it has put you in the prison of pride. Do we love to worship God? You know, we grow in this over time. It doesn't come automatically. And please don't think you can correct it. Well, I'm going to do better this week. It doesn't work like that. You've got to be humbled before God's truth. You have to pray for your heart to take it in and a mind to understand God's truth. You need to pray Psalm 119, 18 every day. And you need to mean it. Open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things. Open my heart to you, Lord. Show me your truth. Show me your glory. Because I know what I need to be changed is not just to, I must have the circumstances like I want them to be. No. I need to see the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. And when I see him, not let my circumstances stay what they were. I've seen God and I love him for what he has done should be our cry. Now, I can move ahead. Even though I'm only crawling now and obeying him a little bit, I will obey him more and more each day by God's grace. Let me make this very simple. Dads and moms, if you want to teach your children this sermon, you can teach them This one sentence today. We don't really understand the gospel unless we are praising God, rejoicing in his mercy and in his goodness. I think that's why the Holy Spirit placed this doxology here. He talks it in here right in the middle of truth, doctrine, and in obedience to Christian living. To tell us Christian, if you want to cross the bridge to godliness, you must be humbled and grateful for what God has done for you in Jesus. And you must praise God and worship him. You must sing the doxology. Let me tell you why. Here is the secret in this sermon today. When we worship God, and I don't just mean to come here to feel Or to wonder, will so-and-so talk to me this week? Or will the preacher say it just like I think he should? Or how am I really going to feel when this sermon is over? No, no. When I truly come to praise God, to bless Him, thank Him, love Him, when I come to worship Him, something starts to happen. And He draws me near He dwells, said Jesus, on the cross in Psalm 22, 23, in the praises of Zion. Think about what that means. If your home doesn't have any praise in it, I'm sorry to say, God doesn't live there. You might say, well, that's not right. I believe the gospel. 
I mean, I know these things. The love of God dwells in the praises of his church. So if you want a God to dwell in your home and in your life, you better be praising him. And if you're not praising him, you better figure out why. And understand that at the heart of why not is going to be lack of humility, a lack of joy and reverence for the God of mercy and of love and of grace to us in the Lord Jesus Christ. If you want God to dwell with you, if you want God to help you over the rough spots, which we're all going to face, we've all got rough and difficult things to deal with in our lives, and there is only one way to do it. And the funny thing about it is, it is not by me focusing on trying to fix the circumstances. It is by fixing our attention on the majesty and the loveliness and the holiness of God and praising him and loving him and adoring him and telling him, Lord, you are wonderful. You are very great. My soul cannot even take you all in. You are magnificent in your works of creation, in your works of redemption, in your mercy to sinners. Even though all have sinned and come short of your glory, you will have mercy upon all. There is none like unto you. And when we praise him, he dwells with us. He draws near to us. He strengthens us. He blesses us. And then we've crossed the bridge. We have made it safely home. Oh, now I want to obey. I want to love God. This God who has done such glorious things, I want to please him. Yeah, my parents may not be the best Christians, but I'm not obeying them for them. I'm obeying them primarily for God and for his glory. My spouse, yeah, he or she, maybe, no, maybe you made a mistake. But it was a mistake if a Christian made under God's sovereign, overreaching sovereignty. So we say, I'm going to sit right here and be contented and joyful and glorify God and obey him for him. I may be sick as a dog. Time may be marching its way over me. Diseases may be ravaging me. My mind may be going. I don't have the strength that I used to have. But I'm going to go forward in the strength of worshiping God and praising him. Is that you? Can you do this? Now, I know we didn't even look at any of the details. I'll actually start that next week. But I wanted you to see how critical praise is and worship is for every child of God. It's not like, oh, we've got to go to church today, so let's hurry up and get there. No, we especially have to use the Lord's Day now. Do we not? 
We have too much going on in our lives. We all feel the tension during the week. So we must all say, I especially need to be still and quiet on the Lord's day so that I can pursue the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord. I need him. I want to obey him. He has given me his truth, his holy, majestic doctrine. So I'm going to praise him, bless him, thank him. And then suddenly, I will want to obey him. I want to do what he has called me to do as a husband, as a father, as an employee, as a boss, as a friend, as a mother, as a wife, as a child. Because God is the God of my life. He is the one who gives me life. And he gives me strength. Let us praise and honor him together. Beloved, make that a major focus for this next week. And hopefully, it will spill over into the following weeks. Let me close with these two psalms of praise. Psalm 103, 1 through 6, and verse 22. Praise the Lord, my soul. All my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things, so that your, mouth, your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. Verse 22. Praise the Lord, all his works everywhere in his dominion. Praise the Lord, O my soul. Psalm 89, 5 through 8 and verses 14 through 18. The heavens praise your wonders, Lord. Your faithfulness too in the assembly of the holy ones. For who in the skies above can compare with the Lord? Who is like the Lord among the heavenly beings? In the council of the holy ones, God is greatly feared. He is more awesome than all who surround him. Who is like you, Lord God Almighty? You, Lord, are mighty, and your faithfulness surrounds you. Verse 14. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Love and faithfulness go before you. Blessed are those who have learned to acclaim you, who walk in the light of your presence, Lord they rejoice in your name all day long. They celebrate your righteousness. For you are their glory and strength. And by your favor, you exalt our horn. Indeed, our shields belong to the Lord, our King, to the Holy One of Israel. Praise be the Lord forever. Amen and amen. Let us pray. Our Father... We thank you for this doxology, and we pray that you would help us to sing it. Help us to understand its placement in this letter and what that in and of itself signifies. Please forgive us. Forgive me. Forgive the elders. Forgive the fathers and the mothers here, and forgive the children if what we have learned about you has not set us to praise in you and lit our hearts aflame. Teach us how to praise you. Teach us how to adore you, to love you, 
And may your truth be that holy fire that would produce worship. And in worshiping you, we would love to obey you. Bless us, we pray, in Jesus, our Lord and Savior's name. Amen. And that'll bring us to the end of our time today here on Abounding Grace with our teacher and pastor Gary Wagner from Reformed Heritage Church in San Jose. Thank you for joining us today. It's our hope and prayer that we've been able to encourage you in Christ and stimulate your walk in him. To address questions, comments, prayer requests, or concerns, please call or write to us. We'd love to talk with you. 408-866-5607 is our phone number, 408 408- Eight six six five six zero seven. You're also welcome to visit our website. Drop us an email when you do, reformedheritage.org. Real simple, reformedheritage.org. A lot of information there about who we are. We would invite you again to stop by, reformedheritage.org. Or if you're writing to us, the address is PMB, post mailbox, 402, and the address is 1484 Pollard Road, Los Gatos, California, 95032. That address can be found on our website, reformedheritage.org, or again, simply call 408-866-5607. Copies of today's program are just $5. Mention today's date, and we'll get a CD out to you. And please remember that we are listener-supported, which means when you link arms with us financially, we're able to continue the ministry here on this station. It's a great way to study God's Word together, isn't it? And we'd love to continue to do so. Would you prayerfully consider how God might be leading you to partner with us? We'd love to hear from you. Again, won't you call 408-866-5607 or reformedheritage.org. Sunday services, by the way, if you'd like to join us, are 2 in the afternoon. We're located at Lone Hill Church, 5055 Lone Hill Road in Los Gatos. Directions can be found at our website, reformedheritage.org. Again, Sunday services are at 2 p.m. Further information can be found again at reformedheritage.org or by calling 408-866-5607. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, God bless. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.